to wait. I'm asking him to teach me the importance of waiting. If you ask him for anything that is in his in accordance with his will for you, God hears you. So when you move away from a cycle of wrong praying and you move into a cycle of right praying, you will start seeing results. His throne is in the heaven. That means he sits on it. And the earth is his footstool. That means he wipes his foot on it. So there's nothing that can come against you that your God cannot fix. Chapter number 11, verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so on earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that's indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. From evil. I want to talk to you this morning from the subject praying right. Praise the Lord. In the church world, we have traditionally called this conversation between the Lord and his disciples the Lord's Prayer. But in reality, the conversation began not by the Lord, but by the disciples. Because the disciples looked at the life of the master and they juxtaposed it with their own life and they realized that he walked, lived a life of power while he was human like they were, they saw that power flowed out of him. So they were insightful and perceptive enough. And that's, th those are two ingredients that every one of us must have. When you see someone that God is blessing, you ought to be insightful and perceptive enough and wonder what, it is, what is it in his life, what is it in her life that God seemed to be blessing them so much. Praise the Lord. So this was what the disciples noticed. And they realized that the only difference between him and them was that he was a man of prayer. Say amen somebody. So they figured 
if we will pray like he prayed, we will walk in power like he walks in power. Anybody walking with me this morning? Praise the Lord. If there's anybody that has anything, it makes no difference what they have. If you can do what they did, you will get what they got. You missed your cue to give the Lord a round of applause right there. That is why it is highly idiotic of you to envy anybody. Makes no difference who they are, what they wear, where they live, or what they drive. God is, is furious of you, being envious of anybody. You're envious of who they're married to or envious of the kids they have. Because if you will learn from them and do what they did, God will give you your own too. Are you with me? You don't have to wish you have something else that somebody has when you can have what God designs and desires for you too. Say amen somebody. Tell somebody in 2016. I don't want what God has for you, but I want all that God has for me. Give the Lord a round of applause. I thank God for what he has for you. I celebrate what he's done for you. I give him all the praise for what he's done for you. But, 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 but I know I'm not a cursed child. I know as he has done it for you, he will do it for me too. So I'm going to celebrate with you so you can come celebrate with me. Aww. So they asked the master a question. A question that tragically has been one of the most misunderstood question in all of Christianity they said Lord teach us to pray the question was not Lord teach us how to pray because that is the way many of us have misread this discourse over the years read it in your Bible again it was not Lord teach us how to pray it was Lord teach us to pray there is a difference between Lord teach us how to pray and Lord teach us to pray. There's a difference between Lord teach us how to wait and Lord teach us to wait. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because when I ask God to teach me to wait, I'm asking him to teach me the importance of waiting. When I ask him to teach me how to wait, then I'm asking him to teach me what to do whilst I wait. Uh -huh. so, 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 so their question to him and his answer to them was not a prayer to recite. We know that from Matthew chapter 6. Because in Matthew chapter 6, when it begins to talk to them in the same discussion written by one of the other disciples, he begins to tell them, when you talk to the Father, do not use vain repetitions. Say that with me, vain repetitions. Say it again, vain repetitions. Say it one more time, vain repetitions. Vain, vain.
vain means empty. Repetition means to say it over and over again. That's exactly what we did in Catholic school. I was born in the Muslim boy. My parents sent me to Catholic school and in the every morning we will recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. We didn't understand what we were saying. We are not sure we took time to think about it. I'm not sure it meant anything to us. It is exactly what the Lord had said we shouldn't do. Say it with me again. Vain repetition. So he was not teaching us a prayer to recite vainly. In fact, if you look at Matthew chapter 6, he said, after this manner, or after this pattern, let me show it to you. Matthew chapter 6. Glory to God. Okay, Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. After this manner or after this pattern, therefore pray ye, our Father. So what he was teaching then was a pattern of prayer. Are you with me? It wasn't a prayer to recite. It was a pattern for successful praying. And it is important for you to learn how to pray right we learned last week when we're teaching last week if we're not in church please make sure you get the cd we we, we looked at first john where the john he shared with us that anytime we pray right god answers and when god answers god responds say amen somebody every time we pray right he said this is the confidence we have in him let me put it to you in scripture of vernacular this is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything, somebody say anything. Good God Almighty. Anything means anything. That's what my English teacher taught me in school. Anything means anything. That means that God does not mind you having things. Because he said, if you ask him for anything that is in, his, in accordance with his will for you, God hears you and God gives you the petition with which you asked. So the only time God does not answer your prayer is if you ask him something that is not in line with his will for your life. And let me just tell you something. In this church, our church culture, including our New York church, we join to pray at 5.30 in the morning, every morning we join in prayer. Many of us join in, some of us praise the Lord. If I say that 5.30 in the morning, I'm going to give you $1,000 if you join in. Some of us will join in at 2.30. Praise the Lord. What is interesting though is that prayer will do much more for us than a thousand bucks will. Why is it? Why is it then that many of us are not joining in? Can I tell you why? Because many of us have not learned to pray right. Because when you have not learned to pray,
pray right, even though you're praying, in your subconscious, you begin to think that prayer is a waste of time. And it is until you pray right that you get results. So when you move away from a cycle of wrong praying, and you move into a cycle of right praying, you will start seeing results. And there's nothing as motivating as results. Because the more results you get, the more results you want. And we will not need to remind you to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. You will be the one clamoring on us to get up at 5.30 when we got to pray. So the key is learning to pray right so that we can get results. Now I prophesied to somebody that 2016 is your year of results. <laughs> Glory to God. So here he gives us a pattern of right praying. And if you're going to pray right, this is a pattern you must learn, you must master, you must inculcate in your private life because you know if you pray right, God hears and if God hears, God answers. Are you with me? Said you, you can be confidently assured that I'm hearing you. He said, when you come before the Father, you must come on the basis of relationship. You must come saying, our Father. Praise the Lord. Say that with me. Our. Say it again all over the back and say it with me. Our Say it one more time. Say it with me, please. Our. Now, you know God is many things. When he sent Moses to deliver the children of Israel from the hands of Pharaoh, Moses asked him, who shall I say sent me? And God said, that's a tough question. Praise the Lord. What do I tell you? If I tell you to tell Pharaoh I'm the lily of the valley, I'll forget to tell you to tell you to, you will forget to tell them I'm the bright morning star. If you tell them to tell them that I'm the bright morning star, you forget to tell them I'm the great physician. If you tell them I'm the great physician, you will forget to tell them I'm the wonderful counselor. If, he said, so to, he said, he said, he said, so to cut through all of that, just tell them I am. Uh, tell somebody he's the great I am. I am means I am what you need me to be, when you need me to be, and how you need me to be it. If you need a great physician, I am. If you need a wonderful counselor, I am. If you need a mighty healer, I am. If you need a king's man redeemer, I am. I am, I am your bridge over troubled waters. I am your way maker. I am, I, oh God, I am your day star from on high. I am your God and your king. I am your friend. I am your master. I am your father and I'm your mother too. I am El Shaddai, the God that is more than 
enough. I'm also El Shaddai, the multi-breasted one. High five three people and tell them, he's I am. I am, I am, I am, I am. The Rose of Sharon, Lady of the Valley, Bright Morning Star, Ancient of Days, Alpha and Omega, the CEO of the universe, the first, the and the last. He is the beginning and the end. Nothing happens without his permission. Nothing can occur until he gives his consent. He's God Almighty. He is our God and our maker. I am. And he said, whilst I am all of that and much more, when you come to pray, don't come on the basis of any of that. I want you to come on the basis of understanding that beyond all of that, I am your father. <laughs> Tell somebody, I know he's awesome, but he's still my father. I'm your father. I'm your father. You know, sometimes we carry all of these titles. Men love titles. Praise the Lord. But which one of our children come to us on the basis of our title? Imagine my son coming here. Hey, Dr. Ajini. Pastor Reverend. <laughs> Just, hey dad, praise the Lord. God wants to have that kind of relationship with you. Hey dad, are you with me? Now notice, he did not say though, as you come say, my father. Because my father connotes a sense of selfishness. My father denotes that I know he's my father. But I'm blinded to the fact that he's your father too. God said, when you come, understand that I'm not just your father. I'm also his father and her father and her father too. So don't you ever ask me for anything that's judgmental to him. You know what they say? If you're in a Christian prayer meeting and the prayer is all dull and lethargic, and you really, really want the saints to really be on fire. Just tell them to start praying to that God should kill their enemies. Holy Ghost, fire on my enemy. Fire! Fire! Return to sin. Listen, I hate to bust your chops. God doesn't answer prayers like that. Because if he did, you won't be here. <laughs> we will have buried you in 2005. Because if you don't have any, we'll have any. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He's not, he's not, he's not gonna, he's not gonna answer your selfish prayer. Because it's not just your father, it's my father too. Let me just tell you this as I move on. You know, we all love to be vindicated. Anytime we are in a conflict with each other, we always think the other person is the devil. We all do. Praise the Lord. There's a conflict with a sister in church or a conflict with our spouse or sometimes a conflict even with our children or our parents. We really think the other person is the devil. Praise the Lord. And the natural human inclination is for you to be one to be vindicated. 
So you want God to punish them to show that they are the devil. Unfortunately, God will not do that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you matter, no matter how much you pray or how long you pray or how fast you pray or how much fast in that prayer, you pray that kind of prayer. It's praying wrong. Pastor, what should I do then? Let me tell you what you need to do. Anytime there is an art between you and another person, your spouse, your parent, your cousin, your sibling, a child, your brother, your sister, what God expects you to do is to take the high road. Are you with me? Even in the face of their misbehavior, if you would choose to walk the path of love, God's resolution is not punishing them. God's resolution is in promoting you. So every time you have a conflict with him, Pastor Alice, is an opportunity for promotion. Somebody give a lot of round of applause for me. Somebody let me preach to the girlfriend, girlfriend in my house. But it really is. It really is. It's an opportunity for promotion because every time you walk the pathway of love and the pathway of humility, the Bible says that God, he exalts the humble. He puts down the pride. Don't you ever think that God is blind? Don't you ever think that God is a fool? Don't you ever think that God is watching all of your effort to make the relationship work? Don't you ever? No, nobody else may be seen, but God sees. Jehovah sees and Jehovah knows. And before it's all said and done, God is going to reward you. Let me move on. Our Father, who art in heaven? Hallelujah. He wants you to understand that even though he's your father, make no mistake about the geographical location about this father. <laughs> Glory to God. Because you see, my son, you know, if he comes to me, he knows, hey, dad, but this dad resides on the earth. Praise the Lord. And the thing about earthly fathers is that they can only give earthly results earthly results are limited results but don't you ever confuse this father with your father who resides in heaven because your heavenly father can give heavenly results and while earthly results are limited heavenly results are limitless there is absolutely nothing he cannot do. The Bible says his, his, his throne is in the heaven. That means he sits on it. And the earth is his footstool. That means he wipes his foot on it. So there's nothing that can come against you that your God cannot fix. You must understand this God we're talking about. Yes, he's your father, but make no mistake about him, baby. My earthly father died in 1994. You know why? Because he's an earthly father. But this heavenly father, he's the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father. Oh my God, everlasting. Somebody shout everlasting. everlasting. Praise the Lord. You can depend on 
him you can hold on to him you can trust him he's trustworthy he will oh god i wish i had time hallowed be thy name hallowed be thy name our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name that's praise because every right prayer must begin with right praising did you hear what i said your discussion with god must not begin with what you want but with what god wants and in spite of where you are or what you're going through what god wants from you is a praise that's why he made you that's why he created you i know you have all of these ambitions and you have all of these desires and, and you have all of this you want to do and that and the other but let me tell you something god did not make you to make bills and pay bills and make bills and pay bills no sir he made you to praise him that was worthy oh lord to receive glory and honor and praise for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are were created god created you for his pleasure and there's nothing that you do that pleases the lord more than you praising him somebody just practice lift up your hand and just praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah i will praise him at all times i will praise him at all times i will end my year in praise i will begin the year in praise i will start with not what i want but i must start with what he wants because i am the created he is the creator he is the potter i am the clay i'm here for him and he's not, he's not here for me give god a round of applause somebody Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. It means that I must be concerned, more concerned, and more consumed about his kingdom than I am, about my own affairs. Did you hear what I just said? I must be more concerned and more consumed about his house than I am about my house. In fact, God always watches how I treat his house. And he will always treat my house back the way I treat his house. You know what he said? Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek ye, seek ye, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all this, and all this, I mean, don't mind your having things. He just minds you going after things because he did not create you to go after things and when we go after things that's when we give give out in life we give up because god did not make you to go after things it is not your job to provide for you you didn't hear what i'm saying and anytime you start doing a job you're not created for you're not fit for you're not equipped for ultimately you will flop doing it 